Well, welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast Imperfect, everybody. How's everyone doing? <laughs> How's it going? I'm so stressed. I have so much work to do. But that being said, I'm so happy to be here with you, Rebecca. I'm so happy to be here with you and thrilled about our next guest. Um, but before we get into that, I was just like scrolling on Instagram and I wanted to share a little something that I found. It's just something someone wrote, and unfortunately, I don't have the credit because there was no one to give credit to. It was just a picture of a poster, um, and I just wanted to share it with everyone because I think it's, like, relevant and, you know, whatnot. So, <clears throat> here I go. Artists are not like athletes. We cannot win gold. We cannot beat other creatives. We cannot come first. Sport is objective. Our craft is subjective. Creating to be the best is a waste of energy. Instead, create to connect to the people who need you because they're out there. Create in your way because there is no right way. Take the pressure off and focus on your unique brand of magic. And I just love that because we we talk a lot about that on our podcast about how uh, it's really easy to get competitive, um, you know, in these industries. But it's, you know, not about that at the end of the day. Uh, It's all about just like working on yourself and on your own work and then collaborating with those that you are interested in collaborating with you know that's yeah that's really what it's about for me at least and we yeah focusing on your unique brand of magic and I couldn't think of anyone better to talk about their own unique brand of magic than our next guest so true um is Yarly Allison um who is a fine artist sculpture artist virtual reality artist yeah 3d space artist so amazing in general so so i mean we love all of our guests on the podcast and perfect but it was so refreshing to have a somebody that's not working in either of our industries predominantly Mm -hmm. uh but adjacent to Mm -hmm. it it was so great it was really truly and i can't wait for everybody to hear this conversation and yeah, a lot of so, deep things to talk about. <laughs> a lot of deep things, a lot of um, really good questions asked and answered, and we just hope that you all enjoy. My name is Yarly Allison and I'm based in London. Uh, sometimes I go back to Hong Kong and Canada. Um, my background is in sculpture, but I'm doing mixed media stuff like uh, performance, video, uh, virtual reality, um, uh, still doing sculpture and installation as well. Yeah, so Amazing. cool. We're so excited <laughs> to have like a fine, like someone who does quote unquote fine arts and more of like that side yeah. of ours because we've had so many filmmakers and musicians on because of <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca and I's background so it's so it's so wonderful to have you here thank you so much thank for coming you. on um we're really excited uh so we also always like to we always say it like this but we'd like to start at the beginning and we would be interested to hear more about how you what your journey has been to kind of come to this point where you're at right now yeah wow um I guess a trace back to depends on how far you want to get this journey um, <laughs> to uh I guess 
Um, it started when I was a kid in in Canada. So I was born in Canada, and then um, I was a single child. So, uh, I guess drawing is my escape. Um, <laughs> and then somehow I I was moved to Hong Kong. Uh, around mm. uh, six or seven years old, and oh, wow, yeah. and it's a completely. Different vibe, like you suddenly I'm yeah. from suburbs, and then and then now I'm in a crazy intense city, kind of yeah, like uh, wow. Tokyo or or yeah. Oxford Circus in in London <laughs> with yeah. tourists, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah, kind yeah. of really jam packed. So um, uh, I think a lot of my like sorting out life or making sense of mm. of my life in. In probably East Asia is to, is to read a lot of comic books and mm-hmm. and learn uh uh Cantonese at that time like a new language yeah. for a kid and and then yeah at six wow yeah at, at six wow. learning again and um and then forgetting English as well because because mm-hmm, I guess mm-hmm. they would be like oh your your Canadian accent is strange because we're under British colonial rule so <laughs> so they are more familiar. <laughs> I okay so not to interrupt you but I was yeah. born in Germany to two Americans and mm. um the the English you learn in school there is is the UK English and not American English so people said the same thing to me they were like <laughs> your accent's strange that's not how you speak English and I'm like that's how I speak it at home <laughs> really that's that yeah so I thought they I thought Germany are more open to like UK and US English as well <laughs> I, I lived in do you know how small this town was it was like two streets uh, <laughs> and they what they watch anyway. they watch more tv from well germany i would assume back okay. then and that's like yeah yeah okay <laughs> that's, that's their understanding of english like what's your yeah. accent yeah right, right, <laughs> so right, you have to right, unlearn right. this accent yeah yeah so yeah anyway yeah, I have to unlearn this accent as well. And I was, yeah, scolded by this, uh, yeah, a Cantonese teacher. Like, mm. don't, don't say this ABC. And yeah, <laughs> but uh, anyhow, yeah, I kept drawing and making toys for myself. So like, was mm-hmm. a really lonely kid, I guess. And parent <laughs> works in Asia, like you, mm. you work, um, I don't know, 12 to 14 hours per day. So, wow. so I'm kind of like left alone. Yeah. Um, yeah, don't know why I'm talking about my childhood. This is how yeah. how everything got started, right? Like the, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, and uh and then I went back to Canada and then and and uh after yeah, after twenty years old, um mm-hmm. wanting to, you know, like trace my kind of route again. So yeah. I took this childhood picture and my um yeah, back to back to the my childhood home, but but mm-hmm. not any anymore because now it it belongs to someone else. Um, and I I thought, um, yeah, maybe I could draw this home in virtual reality and and then wow. um kind wow. of wow. kind of be in it again. So like in virtual reality, you 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 it's kind of like a um. You can paint in three D space, or you can enlarge your three D model at, in in yeah. front of you. So, it felt like your eyes trick you, and it feels like <laughs> you are really in this space mm-hmm. with your body bodily experience, and and it's kind of um a triggering 
thing for, I think, um, how do you say, like your body remembers things, right? Like, um, yeah. so yeah, yeah. when I ask you where where do you want like which home you want to go back to, and and that's like the critical point of your identity, um. Mm. And then you might say, "Oh, that's the home where my parents got divorced, or where my where I went uh went to went abroad to study, and then yeah, couldn't yeah. come back again. And when I come back, the home is not there anymore. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, so and then when you start drawing them, for example, I was drawing my bed and <laughs> trying to make it proportionate, and uh, and then." And then I would pretend I'm sitting on it, like yeah. trying to, <laughs> yeah, yeah, trying to squat a little bit, and then so proportionally <laughs> my butt, it's my bum is uh, like touching the virtual bed, and and then after the bed you think, okay, how big was the closet, and then how tall, or how tall am I as a child, and then from the closet, mm-hmm. what's in there? Maybe mm-hmm. some of my, um. My toys were in there, and the toys maybe related to some memories. Mm-hmm. What's the color? What's the smell? And uh, what's the perfume that my mom used? And you have to draw the perfume as well. And then through all this research, um, it felt like I'm tracing a family memory. Mm. And so, um, and so yeah, I I guess like a lot of emotion came back and. And then I was thinking about belonging a lot, like when I'm in yeah. in the UK, and mm-hmm. moving around in Europe as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I know that like you like Kara, you're in New York, and Rebecca, you're in London, based in London, right now. I recently moved back to the <laughs> New York, Connecticut. Well, we're both, yeah, we're both in Connecticut right now. So. But well, for those who don't know what Connecticut is, it's a small it's the, state. It's the metro. <laughs> It's the near. It's the greater New York metro area. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. New York area, but yeah, I recently moved back. Um, mm, yeah. Did you feel like yeah? Did you feel like um like London was a home or was it a transitional place for you when you were there? Hmm. I've never been asked that. Yeah, that's such a good question. <laughs> that's, that's such a good question. I really did feel at home in London and. I say to, like, my mom frequently that, like, I'm homesick for London, even though I was, like, there for just a little less than two years, but um, I really I, mean, I was there that... for, like, four months, and I miss it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and, yeah. and um, it, it really did feel like a place where I did feel like I could put down roots, and um, home for me in Connecticut will always feel like home, mm. you know, um, coming back to it, but... Um, I feel like in London was the first time I really felt this like sense of like true independence and mm. um, living, you know, starting my career because that's mm. when my career really did start. So like for me, it has very, you know, those ties to it. Um, yeah, that's such an interesting question. <laughs> it's making yeah, me think. Yeah, the reason I'm asking is, is that I guess because London is a city that people comes and go and and I yeah. and then like in my experience or my friend circle experience um it's really hard for um let's say even dating like people don't want to yeah. invest that yes. much because <laughs> yeah, yeah. who knows maybe next year you're you're not here anymore 
And you might want to pursue something, something greater outside. And, and I felt like, and, and when the mentality is like that, like with, with student visa as well, you don't know when it's going to end. So you're just thinking one year of your life because you're granted that one year with your visa, two years, two years, two years, it extends, but then it's just every two years you have to think how oh, do I still want to live in London is that the end and how can I stay so so yeah I guess I'm asking this because I, I think it's a quite common feeling that mm. that this is not our home like and then mm. and then where do we belong or what if we die here <laughs> like with COVID mm. we think about okay if yeah. if I'm trapped here do I want to like pass away here um, right. So it. I mean, it's, it's quite he- some heavy questions. Um, uh, that, Does that? Um, yeah. Do you feel like that impacts your art that you're currently working on? These kinds of questions. Yeah, totally. Uh, when I did the VR, VR, uh, yeah. like returning yeah. to your lost space oh. or lost home, mm-hmm. um, that was the time when, uh, Hong Kong had protests and I just see, just yeah. also finishing the protests sorry yeah, yeah maybe not finishing but like yeah everybody <laughs> yeah, right, is like right, right. um yeah everybody is like oh where do I go next and and mm-hmm. then um and then that the work is the title is uh in virtual return you you can't de-haunt and and that was basically the investigation of these um queer queer migrants how did how did Mm -hmm. they uh travel back to their hong kong homes their their virtual homes and then slowly they could share their story uh, after they have left and and kind of reflecting uh about yeah their status in london or or now some are not in london um and some yeah like just just really thinking about that like those questions that we asked earlier before and and then it was really relatable to I guess like people in Hong Kong at that time wanting to you know think about where is my home now like this this place doesn't feel like home anymore and yeah and and I guess from some personal subjective views or memories we could expand this to others as well um Mm -hmm. well we have i don't know four stories or six stories and then hundreds of them and how how does it form a landscape um yeah yeah. and and then like people are joking like so i i'm i'm also investigating like in uh a street that is the oldest chinatown in europe but it's yes, all bombed. yes yeah yeah right. yeah 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 so cool <laughs> you so saw cool. that you saw probably yes. saw that on instagram <laughs> yes <laughs> thanks so yeah people were joking like okay you did a home you did a street and then maybe next time you do a country and <laughs> 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 do the world next time yeah. and, then, and then you do it in space yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um yeah, so now is uh the street. Um uh the street is called Pitt Street and it was mm. in Liverpool. Uh existed until World War Two and then it got bombed wow. completely. Um, completely. Oh and God. Yeah. it was it was the um oldest I guess, um, because that, that 
like at that time with the British colonial link to Asia, like Liverpool was the major departing port for yeah. for ships right. to you know get yeah. laborers or merchandise, yeah. um, yeah, import yeah, export. Yeah. So um, so they hire a lot of uh Chinese ethnic seamen, mm. um, mm. uh yeah from from a lot of different places in China, or mm. in Asia at that mm. time. Um, yeah, it, it was a chaotic time, but a lot of people yeah. wanted to survive, so they came, they came to that city to like yeah. find jobs and to provide for families in um mm. back in Asia, uh, yeah, and and then um, and then there is a series of back and forth um deporting these people back to their their yeah. whoever that they think they are from, oh sorry, wherever they think they are from. Um, uh, by the British authorities because they think okay we don't need you anymore. Um, yeah, it's so bad. Uh, we want yeah we want jobs for so our local resident. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And even though Age old argument. Yeah, like uh, quite and it's probably similar to uh the states where they have relationship yeah. with the railroad railroad worker as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so these history is kind of repeating itself. With I think, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're mm-hmm. like I mean, yes, like, mm-hmm. Rebecca and I are both like, uh huh, uh huh, nothing, nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With COVID time, we see like, uh it's it's really um, wow. All these racism came came kind of keep coming. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So uh yeah like I I felt like okay maybe if I can dig out these history one hundred years ago mm-hmm. two hundred mm-hmm. years ago even, then people will understand why we're here. Yeah, I even yes. though yeah, sorry, Kara. No, go ahead. Sorry, go go ahead. No, no, no. I I just have so many questions for you. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just just jump in. Just jump I, in. I think what I'm I'm wondering is what I I really want to ask you about is is what about virtual space and virtual reality attracts you to then de- dive deeper into this history and bring it to light and, and, and create a discourse around it in, in our time right now? Like, what is it about virtual reality for you? Mm. And what makes it, I guess my follow-up to that would be, like, what is it specific to you, this project that you think makes it the a good the avenue to avenue. tell? <laughs> yeah. Look at us. The same word. You need to know. Yeah. You need to know. Rebecca and I are like two idiots. Same thought. Like we That's are. Amazing. We are really. Thank you to Celine for bringing yeah. that to Thank our attention. How often anyway. do you even use that word? <laughs> right, think... right, right. <laughs> Other than the context of New York City, maybe I don't know. Um, anyway, sorry. So yeah, I, I, you're you're. I love how what you're talking about and this history that you're uncovering and how it's driving your work. So just to recap, I would be really interested to hear about what about virtual reality is mm. Mm. I think that medium ha- for you. Yeah, like it has this. Um, OK, firstly, I have to confess, like VR is making me feel super lonely. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, although you can connect with other like um, with with online just like online games and and yeah um when i grow up like always playing uh mmorpgs like yeah, yeah to people yeah. and it felt like community but then but then yeah. in vr i feel like i'm working a lot alone in this space 
and、mm. I'm working on other people's stories. So、mm. it it felt like I'm in this space by myself.、Um, uh, and it's quite repetitive, like like、mm. trying. I mean, for my work, like trying to you know, someone said, okay, what you're doing is kind of like. Archaeology, digging into, mm, um, mm. puzzling the streets yeah. or, yeah, with old photos or or national archive stuff and, put、yeah. them together, and with your a little bit of imagination, <laughs>、mm-hmm. so so it's um, it's quite accurate or fact driven. Yeah. yeah um. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I couldn't say, hey, Kara, your your home looks like this. Right, right, <laughs> right, brother. <laughs> like it, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it or not. Yeah, like it or not. This is your home. Yeah, so yeah. I have to be as as yeah. I don't know, accurate to your memory as possible. Even、mm-hmm. your memory is、mm-hmm. probably is different from、uh, reality. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Like if if you have a sister、yeah. or brother, maybe they would think of their home as like differently than than you.、Right. Yeah. Right, 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 right. So, um, and you tend to remember what is the most sentimental, um,、mm-hmm, attached、mm-hmm. to you. I I think, um. So, for example, you might choose that object, like a fridge. That fridge is my grandfather's fridge from the nineties. Yes. And, and right, 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 <laughs> and, right, right. And then you my, say that I can picture my grandparents' fridge from the nineties so well. <laughs> like, the white fridge. With yes. The <laughs> And what's the fridge right now? Like that, it's silver. <laughs> that might be、right. someone else's memory fridge. They、yeah. might be like, "This fridge is so good. The silver fridge is the best. Let me put right, it right, 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 right." <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess it's that sentimental value as well. So,、mm-hmm. um, but then like, VR with VR for me is a tool. I guess for.、Mm. For me to think about empathy,、um, mm. uh, to try to extend my installations and fictions. Yeah. 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 Well, you do work、person. in three D space. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So. Absolutely. Think so. Yeah. Thinking about how can I transfer my sculptures into mm. V mm. virtual reality.、Um, mm. And so I don't need to carry them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. I mean, I've had the had this insane privilege to like meet a couple of artists from who are now in their eighties, but they they were really active in the seventies、mm. in New York City, and and one of them has a studio in 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 New Jersey, and we went to interview her. I met Rebecca, and I was just for something I did for work.、Mm. And just they were in the middle of moving an installation from where she had been working on it in her studio over、oh. to a gallery, and the amount of people that were there, and 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 just like organizing everything, and like putting it into boxes, and then <laughs> taking it from that space into it, it's insane. That's crazy. So I can understand. Yeah, I mean, I see the appeal there. Oh my god, <laughs> just yeah. And, and the how many people are moving this installation? And and I think、yeah. in the states, artworks are much bigger. Because you, because、mm, you have、mm, more space as well, and and、mm, usually you see a lot, of, not in the city, but like a little bit outside. Often、mm, you have more、mm, larger space,、mm, or hot taller ceilings, or at least outdoor space. You can make sculptures、yeah. and stuff. But well, I never thought about that aspect of it too. But yeah, like like <laughs> just like being constrict restricted to the actual physical. 
in yeah. the space of a gallery. Like, that changes everything. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. And when wow. I'm in a smaller bedroom, I make, yeah, I make smaller, like, super small, tiny work that is non-toxic. Because um, I have to uh-huh. adjust to... Because mm-hmm. that's the living space. But if I'm in the studio, I can make a mess and go 10 meters mm. tall. And <laughs> right. Yeah. But then you, you got to think about, okay, if the, can the sculpture pass through the door? The door is only two meters high. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. There you go. That's something <laughs> wow. you don't so have you, to think about with VR. <laughs> yeah. So, and so, like, with VR, I think I'm always always trying to transfer like scan 3d sculptures and then mm. or, or try to remake them in the virtual space and and then think about that relationship when you when you look at a sculpture in person you would see oh how, okay how it's jointed together how's the yeah. texture right, um, right, right, right. even the fingerprints on it mm. um, wow uh, and then you can walk around it physically if it's right. just an object right. and and then uh, just even the smell of it like could be overwhelming mm-hmm. right like mm-hmm. like an orange mm-hmm. imagine a space right. full of orange yeah <laughs> I'm, like, I'm hungry right? honestly it'd be kind no, of pleasant I want an but you're right overwhelming yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah overwhelming orange smell and then all these stuff <laughs> but then once it's in the digital space it's often really cold and mm-hmm. and then you couldn't really go around it unless maybe you're in, in a virtual goggle you can yes, right. and then you have space to walk around it right. um but then what about the texture then maybe it would just mm-hmm. be reduced as mm-hmm. pixels and and what does mm-hmm. these pixel mm-hmm. mean to us and stuff um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so i'm thinking a lot about yeah. space and materiality so and stuff um that is so interesting i, I mean yeah someone that works in film and you're constantly like digitally capturing a yeah. scene or a moment and trying to like, convey emotion to go to that like next level mm. and i i think virtual reality is so interesting because it is such a merge between technology narrative storytelling but art too and coming together in this yeah. space, it's like super interesting. You're raising a lot of questions for me that I'm gonna and like. Do you, I know, about. yeah. Yeah. Do Do you? Because I wonder how filmmaker sees VR. Like, like, yeah. Because okay, classically speaking, you can have one channel or two channel. But then when a VR is three sixty, then how do yeah. you? I feel like it's a very divided topic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think some people reject it but those are also the same people that don't i i think it's the same kind of person that doesn't under doesn't try to understand that video games are really powerful and influential narrative storytelling yeah Yeah. um so and i think that vr it's like we don't even know then the other side is like we don't even know how big it's gonna be and it's like okay (laughs) but like okay but like what's the medium what's the middle here what's the middle ground i i i think it's fascinating i think it's insane like i would i would love to I'm not opposed to working in a 3D space. I think it mm. poses a new set of questions. How will you direct? Because the whole mm. point of a film is to direct your audience's attention mm. to to a message over the course of 90 to whatever, 300 minutes, right? Mm. How do you direct someone's attention in 3D space? I think games do that so well. Yeah. Video games, because they have tasks yeah. associated to it. 
But if it's a narrative, then 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 suddenly you might need to have the, the the idea of a narrator might become more important again. So it it, it changes things. So it, it's an, it poses an interesting and like new how, idea of how to yeah. Also, like how controlled you want to be. Like it's almost yeah. like game design now. Like if it's right. like in VR, but um, and and then also like. Does it have a linear sequence? Like, can it have mm-hmm. variety? When, mm-hmm. when can the can the audience control what what they're seeing? For example, you mentioned yeah. task, and and imagine that task would trigger a different path, and and then like right. and then back to game design, right? So, yeah. yeah. So I really wonder, like, how how filmmaker sees this in the future, or or is mm. it? Yeah, like this what if cinema doesn't exist in 2D anymore yeah Yeah. right it's crazy to think about that you're so right well VR is such a new like cinema is a new art considering compared to other things because we just had cameras for a little bit over a hundred years but it's and it's constantly changing and evolving I mean it's changed so much since you think about like the early days of cinema you know compared to like where it is now everything's changed so drastically that mm. then 3d is even newer so 3d is going to change everything so drastically in the next 100 years you know it's like it can't it's, even chase it yeah 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 it, i think it's so cool to have somebody i mean I would, I would like to ask you more about like your your perception of space and how it impacts artwork mm. you know like like i think that that's or how do you select objects that you then place specific like yeah what is that process like for you how do you how do you pick up choose your objects and and add them to your sculpture Mm. because i i've been doing so many different things um in Mm. in sculpture i guess my working process would usually Mm -hmm. be let's say i want to explore this topic let's let's say Mm -hmm. oh i want to um recreate this feeling of uh, a psychological detachment. Let's say sure, <laughs> I sure. just yeah, made yeah, it yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, right, 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 right. And so my, I think my process would be quite playful. Like some would say, like mm. I would, um, audience listening, please don't learn this. But I, I would, <laughs> I would stick my head in a, in a off, like turn off. Uh, laundry machine don't learn but like speak to myself and mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and then see how the metal bounces back around my ears mm. so oh, wow. it felt like yeah. yeah so it it feels like you're talking in your head like with that kind of yeah. feeling wow, um, yeah. and then it felt like okay it, it's a trapped like you felt trapped because okay physically you are trapped and and then even the sound is trapped and and then so i would i would try to think okay metal might might be a good material to start with Mm. so um and then maybe i stick my head into a tree hole so so so, and i realized oh tree doesn't work as well like tree absorbs all the all the sound that I made and mm, and then mm, with ceramic mm. I I I couldn't make I would make a ceramic pot and also like mm-hmm. bigger than my head and, and right 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 right, 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 right. I love this I but mean it's then, such a unique approach too it, <laughs> so you're so unique. in it that's great 
Yeah, yeah it's all cool. like incredible. I think with sculpture, it's all about like the body, how you, how you experience、oh. the touch,、mm. the the material.、Um, yeah. How how do you want to translate the language into, and then and then compose something out of it, and and yeah, and show it to the world. And I think it's similar in.、Um, Okay, maybe an art filmmaking, but not in Hollywood, like or or right, 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 right. Yeah, so in in filmmaking would be quite similar. So so okay, you have something you want to explore, and、mm. um, uh, yeah. Let let's say I want to make a queer soft porn. <laughs> yeah, right, and right. Po- <laughs> and portraying uh 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 two queer people having sex and 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 with not. Um, like non-gender conforming or mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. mainstream,、um, mm-hmm. and so yeah, under this you you find your opportunity. Ah,、uh, sorry, you find the keywords and the possibilities, not opportunities. Ah,、uh, and then you just I guess like select them,、mm. so big pictures, and then you break it down, and then you select、mm. whatever that works, and then plan、yeah. out what's、wow. going to go next.、Um, Besides, yeah, not it's not an image. It's an it's an object,、mm-hmm. and it could start anywhere. I guess,、um, <laughs> yeah. So, does that answer your question?、Though? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> totally. It's, so, it's it's so it's so. I what I love about this show is that we get so many different like approaches to how people work on their work. You know, I mean, not、mm-hmm. to be redundant, but that it, that's something that's like really important to my like. Vision with this show is like, we don't all have to do the same thing. You know, there is、yeah. not one、yeah. thing to do, and, and and I love that. I love, I love your approach, and I love that you you start so abstract, but also very big, and then it comes together in a more concrete kind of form.、Mm. Yeah,、um, and then a lot of them is、uh, through like playing, experimenting mm, as mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I I guess having a plan for me, it's a creative. Killer. I mean, like plan, plan、mm. are good. Like, say, if you have storyboard and then you have to execute right, right, right. the filming, like that.、Right. I kind of want to go back to something you said when you're talking about sculpture、yeah. and how so much of it is about your the body and touch,、mm. um, and you're also a perf-、uh, performing artist or a performance artist.、Um, can you talk about that and what it's like performing your art? And it's a great question. Yeah, what that. Experiences for you, what you're trying to share with the world through your body, through through your art.、Mm, um, that's a good question. Like what I'm trying to.、Um, <laughs> it's such like a vague like. It's like, hey, what are you trying to share with the world? <laughs> What's the <laughs> What's meaning of、message? life? <laughs> why, why do like I? Big like open ended question. <laughs> I guess it's an extension of my sculpture making practice. So once I have, let's say, okay, the psychological detachment, I、mm-hmm. after sticking my head here and there and and try to bounce back with with the noise and maybe I want to bring this feeling or sensation to that world to to the world.、Mm-hmm. Um, and depends on who they are. Maybe they are people who have the experience of a、uh, similar. Similar feelings, or maybe they have no idea, or maybe they're general general public, or maybe they are, 
people with scientific background and artistic background as well. So I so at this stage, um, before I share my stuff, I often ask, who are my audience and why do I want to connect with them? Um, what will they get from that? Uh, so it's kind of a quite designed process of thinking, but not necessarily I would follow this path in in the end. Um, so let's uh, if we go back to the um, uh, like the uh, Pitt Street in Liverpool, like yeah, um, the yeah, oldest, yeah. <laughs> oldest China in Europe, um, <laughs> one of the oldest. Uh, so I, as an quite an outsider of that community um i feel like i have the obligation to firstly like make them comfortable like like do my research and and know that my work would impact them in some way so i have to be very sensitive about what i'm gonna say in the work um and suddenly you have this responsibility as an artist and um and then I would think, okay, if I'm experiencing the same thing, maybe I would like to have a closure. Like after it's got bombed, the community vanished, and um, maybe there's something I could offer with with my work, yeah. and but not too literal. Like so, it's it's a it's a fine balance, um, and then maybe I can add add some fictional element to that, um. For example, I can imagine I'm one of the seamen who got uh, repatriated, like deported. And I'm trying to make a toy for my daughter in in England. And this toy would never be sent because the British authority wouldn't allow it. Or maybe I I lost touch with them. I don't know where they are. So where my family are. So I'm imagining, okay, if I'm writing a letter, if I'm making a piece of toy, then then what would I say, what's yeah. in there, and yeah. if it's in an exhibition, um, maybe, like, maybe it, it shouldn't, it wouldn't be so traumatic, it could be, you want to show your best and, and your happiness to your family, yeah. even though you're, you're in, in stress. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I guess, like, very, it depends on project, and also, it, it goes down to being a human like um what what do you want to share uh yeah and in performance i try to be the same but like in performance i'm always really nervous (laughs) like shaking my body and trying to be calm um yeah uh but i yeah i think i think with sculpture it's often quite um, ambivalent like when you merge with performance would it become a prop or would it exist still mm. as a as a sculpture with that mm. art value that people see or yeah, if yeah, it's in a film then already then is it a prop again and then should it mm-hmm. be also in the exhibition space mm-hmm. so so often you see installation arts with videos and and mm-hmm. they have to sculpture exactly appear in the film and <laughs> and in the space and and then yeah. you kind of have that suddenly it breaks that fictional value when you're mm-hmm. when you're able to walk around that 
sculpture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, that goes back to what we're saying with, like, 3D and filmmaking, like, retro reality and filmmaking. Like, yeah. I like how you call it to the att- to attention. I, it's so, yeah, no, it's super, it's so much to think about. <laughs> it's, it's, all, it's all connected. But it's all connected, yeah. It's, it's, it's all it, connected. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, like, another level of complexity, I think. Mm to your work that might not exist in other not not that other mediums aren't like complex but just adds like this other layer of complexity that's present in your work which is like mm-hmm. I mean it's insane that you were able to bring all of this together <laughs> at all like that's awesome yeah I, I think uh, it's it, it's my I guess I just want to play like I don't want to stick mm-hmm. with one thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. I try to do everything by myself so like that's the, that's the yeah, consequences wow. of nothing yeah. it's like mastery with mastery skills but everything is achieved like halfway and that became kind of a signature of my mm-hmm. of my work i love, love that, that though what you just said i love that so much Aww. because we talk yeah, about that a lot yeah. on this show we do yeah. be, being yeah. like really well-rounded and yeah. surrounding mm-hmm. ourselves with um challenges and not you know putting ourselves in boxes and trying to mm-hmm. break the mm-hmm. boundaries of of what people think art is and like how we can you know not not everything's about reinventing the wheel but like yeah. what feels re- like real to you yes um and exploring that those avenues there we go avenue again yeah. <laughs> <Avenues> <laughs> is a very common theme <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah I love what you just said it so many things are just resonating with me and like I'm gonna have like a really deep existential like conversation with myself after this interview. Need, need a retreat after. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. So yeah. so we we've talked a lot about your art and, and like the the like real world kind of influences on it, but who are some of your influences? Mm. Um, either artists or um, any other types of art mediums specifically uh, that are yeah. I'm other than art. Um, I yeah, I often find it really hard to answer this question as well. Like, because, because I, I think I take in inspiration from ev- like mm-hmm. literally everywhere, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and I'm quite confess number two like i'm quite bored with the contemporary art world um (laughs) you heard it here first i love it (laughs) i love i love it yeah the banana duct taped (laughs) (laughs) and i'm bored with my work as well so so i'm yeah i'm always thinking okay like we're in this digital generation and Mm. and then yeah, there are massive explosion of medias and creativity and mm-hmm. and then like what is beyond that? Like I think I I think I'm more more focused on I guess like collective effort or mm. or like what can we really like what can we do to really make it make an impact, like to mm-hmm. to change something and in, in in I don't know ethnic or humanity and stuff and it's an mm-hmm. it's an exciting era like with technology as well like, mm-hmm. um yeah. uh but yeah what inspires me <laughs> back to this question <laughs> it's so hard my so, cat no my, my cat, cat. <laughs> see how cat plays yeah I think that would be fun to dress up as a cat and then just 
become them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be awesome. My cat, my cat is very well behaved right now. He's hiding behind my space heater. A fun He's stick like, about the show is that our yeah. pets routinely visit us during our interviews oh, and yeah. cause a little bit of ruckus. So, like, my yeah. dog will be pawing at my door, oh. and then Spike, Kara's cat, Kara's will cat. try to get in. Oh. But they're as much as a podcast as we are. Yeah. <laughs> Bring in all the animals. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, they are quite inspiring. I am inspired by animals a lot mm-hmm. as well, beavers especially. Um, oh yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, when, yeah, when they yeah, build yeah. dams and mm-hmm. and have the community that comes in and then mm-hmm. destroy, uh, well, destroy. Yeah, destroy well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Pros know, and cons. Kind of, I I was because are do do you speak more than two languages or are you bilingual? Mm. Yeah, I speak Cantonese, English, a little bit of Mandarin, and wow. yeah, uh, well, learning a lot of the other languages as well. Yeah, yeah. I was wondering, wow. like, because I speak French, English, and German, so I, well, I think you can conquer the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I don't want to. I mean, do I want? To? I mean, I don't know. Not with okay, not so. with this like history. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was wondering, just. Do you ever like find that thinking in one language over another changes your approach to something? Mm. Yeah, Does that that's have an a effect good on question. you ever? Yeah, I I don't know about you, but like have ha, like I learned to talk about emotions in English. So mm. if you would ask me to channel my feelings in Cantonese, it would be I, I wouldn't be able Harder. to speak. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah that yeah, the vocabulary yeah. it's yeah um yeah i i don't have that vocabulary to 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 even say oh i'm in grief or mm. or i'm anticipating some i mean there's there's other poetic ways to say it but yeah. it's it's very different so yeah um for you like does it does it change your creative process as well or is it a tool for shifting That's perspective it's so interesting you say that because I just, I just. I was, are you thinking about I, the redacted? Yeah. So there's a my my dear friend Martine. I got him. I I picked him up where he was living at the time, and we drove like halfway across the country back to where I'm living, and we made a movie together uh, that that I'm working on editing. Um, and it it was written in German and English, and that's the first time I've ever done that. Um. Because those are my two like native languages, mm. and then French I, I learned on my own, and I mean I should say separately as an older person. Um, and <laughs> as an older person. Well, I'm not old, but you know, like when I was like a teenager and above, not when I was like a baby. You know, like as an older. I don't know. Anyway, um, no, I don't think I'm that old. I, I don't yeah. think I'm old. I, you will never hear me say that. I'm gonna be seventy. I'm gonna be like I'm young. You know, like that's my attitude. Um, the it. it it did change how I approached the film to me. And I was mm. thinking also during quarantine, I kind of like reconnected with German in a way I hadn't before for a couple of reasons, but it, it's so interesting how you said that with your emotions, because I feel like when I get like, I think English is just kind of my default because it's what my main day to day life is in. But when I'm writing often and I, there will get points where my where I get in my sentences where I'm looking for just like the perfect word and it is in German, but mm. I'm writing in English. 
Mm. And it changes. And then when I think about the English equivalent, I'm like, damn it, that doesn't have the same... Yeah. Weight yeah. to it. Or, or, or that feeling that I'm trying to, like, really say that it has. So it, it, it for me, it does change it. It does change my perspective as well on, on where I'm coming from, yeah. I th- for me, it, it's a creative tool as well. Like, if mm. I get stuck in one language, I just, I just shift my... <laughs> my process into yeah. another one and yeah. and yeah thinking about that term like like one vocabulary and and then you break it down into its historical meaning yes um, yes yeah yeah like say the latin word compassion like if you break it into with suffer then then you maybe could think about boundaries and think mm. about extending solitudes and all these mm. stuff so mm. yeah or, and hey, I'm interested if if you have like what's your accent you you would describe when you speak in German, like would you have kind of Every, your English it's, it's, accent? I do have like an American accent too when I speak. Um, and there's certain words that like give me certain sounds that really give me away. There's like the ch <laughs> sound, mate, for example, is really hard. I but in English, I have a hard time with w's, v's, and r's, especially if they come together because those are they're physically different in German when you make those sounds. But mm. English is a Germanic language, so there are it's kind of like interesting, sort of. But um, everyone that I speak to who's German, when I like meet them again after a while, they're like, "Wow, your German is still so good." And I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> like, I, mean, I was like, I was pretty old, you know, when I left. I mean, again, I'm not old, but it's you like, know, you only like oh, lived no. there for like eleven years. Yeah, but you <laughs> like, know, it's like, but it was like past that point. I wasn't gonna forget, and I speak to my friend Celine, who we've mentioned before, um, mm. all the time, in German." So it mm. practiced. You were doing that literally like an hour ago. Yeah, right before you jumped on the call. Like, I was literally <laughs> right before you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so interesting, though, that you both are talking about that. I mean, what a what a special like tool. Like mm. you said, Yarly. I mean, that is so that's so cool. Just thinking about art. Like I just like it's something like I personally can't imagine so like that is really really cool but you i feel what about music isn't music like its own language? Well, music like, music is yeah i mean i yeah you could argue that music is its own language I was, I, yeah i mean yes <laughs> and there are there are th- what was really frustrating to me especially before i was trained in any sort of like music um you know theory you mm. know harmony or whatever um and even when i still was learning i would often say that like I have I have it in my head but like what I'm writing down isn't what's in my head and that was so frustrating to me because like I didn't have fully um a full comprehension of the language of music and like sometimes you don't need to I guess some people are like naturally very good at that but like for me it was really frustrating because I was like I have this vision in my head I have this music in my head, but it's not coming out, and I don't know how to get it out. And sometimes yeah. it's like, I guess that's kind of like writer's block, yeah. in a sense. Like that's what I deal with when I have writer's block. Um, but you know, you're always learning. You're always trying to find different ways to approach things. So yeah, yeah for me that was something that was frustrating. But it is, it is language. Yeah, music. Um, it's so specific as well. Like it's, it's abstract in the sense that even no matter how hard you de- try to describe that, like it doesn't 
like with words、mm. you can try to describe. Okay, this, 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 and then, and then maybe, maybe someone would say that word, like continue that word for you. But then,、mm, right. but the music is so hard to pinpoint as well. It it's almost、mm. like, okay, I imagine I want to draw a beautiful, beautiful girl, and then、mm. and then what you drew is like a. Like a I don't know stickman. <laughs> 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 right, 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 right. And you just cannot get that out. Yeah, yeah. I I guess it's it's uh through a lot of I don't know training. Like, can、mm. does training help、mm. with that vocabulary and music? Yeah, I think I think it can. I think, um, you know whether you choose to pursue that training through like university or through like teaching or like if you're self taught, um, that just. Constantly feeding yourself with,、um, with that you know with with、um, score studying with、mm. um, music theory、uh, is so important. We I was talking about this with my close friend Carson last night. Who's yeah, we literally were yeah, yeah. We literally were talking about this and that that giving yourself like why wouldn't you want to give yourself all the tools to fully understand your craft? You know, like、um, now that I'm out of school, I'm still. Feeding myself every day with a new score to study, with a new you know film to analyze. Because、uh, I say this so often, but like we are students of life. <laughs>、um, yeah. And and yeah, I think I think fine tuning that is really important, but also finding things that are not in your normal vocabulary too.、Mm. Um, so for me, like music that I don't typically write, but that maybe I do want to one day, and just yeah, that's important. I know we. Are all on the same page about that. So, yeah, yeah. <sighs> yeah I didn't think of that. Student for life. <laughs> Student yeah, for life. Vocabulary. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we must. But like, also, what you were saying is like that you are not trying to become a master of one thing, but I try. I try. <laughs> <laughs> but like half. I forgot what the word you used was. But like half. Halfway there, I think. Halfway I, there. Yeah, didn't have any、so、fancy words. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Yeah. laughs> no, no, but you're so right. But like getting halfway there with so many things, I think it, it kind、yeah. of speaks to that too. Is is like, okay, we don't have to. I don't have to become a master in Western harmony, which is what I was, you know, trained in. But if I can learn all these different little things here and there,、yeah. and get get myself to like a a halfway point or more, like I'm I'm kind I'm fine with that because like. Who like、mm-hmm. who wouldn't want to try to like understand all that's out there? I mean,、exactly. it's not possible, but we could try. <laughs> exactly, and I find like the solution is to also collaborate. Like that's that's my、yes. motto right now. Like collaborate, collaborate, so true. Share skills. Huge fans of that here on the podcast. And perfect. <laughs> yeah, if if I want to learn physics, but I don't un- understand any of the mathematics, I just I just need to you know. <laughs> You're like. It's so funny you bring up physics because physics made me cry so often, and I'm like, I, it's like the one thing in my life where I'm like, it's the only thing I can physically not ever understand. Like I just, I'm feeling it's not gonna truly、happen. blessed that I never had to take <laughs> physics. <laughs> like, but I, I truly think they are like,、oh, I, I think people who understand them, they're, they're like another level、yeah. of sexy. Like, yeah. Like, wow, your brain is sexy. Yeah. Because yeah, because well, it's another form of defining abstraction, which is what art is. Yeah, yeah. you know, in a way,、yeah. it, it's it, philosophy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like it's it's like like sure I can watch a lot of film and like study some film, but、mm. I will never know film 
the same way Kara does and like review film the way Kara does and or you know another filmmaker or I mean likewise I would I would I could listen to hours and hours of music like I do anyway and I'm never gonna understand it the way Rebecca does but that's but it's like we we choose to to work with people yeah who who are who who do know so much about their own craft and you in turn get to learn so much from them so it's it's such a beautiful like cycle of of working together and exactly exactly that's and how we all get to halfway there. It feeds into the podcast imperfect as well. Yes, <laughs> yes. Imperfect. Absolutely. I'm really, I mean, you talk about the audience a lot in your work. Mm. And I'm really curious, what are some of the reactions to those virtual realities that you create? Maybe especially if they're someone's home that you've created. Like, what? what is... What is that reaction? What is it like viewing that as the artist that created that experience for them? For the for the audience who I drew the home, um, there are, there are a few different reactions. So some would be like, "Oh, this is very like my home," but then but then um, they wouldn't necessarily like spit out their past. Like <laughs> you still have to ask them like one question after one question. Like I guess it's the awareness of of that like reflective mm. process but like for for example an, another person would realize oh this like the furniture hasn't been like this together like when when i when i lived there so once they see it they realize that these are the memories of these are selective memories of the truth so mm. so um yeah. Yeah, and, and then and then they realize okay my attachment to these stuff are sentimental, and yeah. and then another person would be like okay I, I, it looks like um paints from the PC software <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like very very fake and very solid color, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. but you feel like you can almost almost sense that um sense that space while they are in the gavel. Um, and, uh, but like none, none of them like have the, I guess I have the urge to, you know, show sent like really sentimental feelings, but, but I, like I've shown this work in, uh, yeah, like the virtual return work in Hong Kong and then in, now it's showing in, uh, Liverpool, mm-hmm. uh, Fact Fact Liverpool and, People have told me they have. Oh, that's the London siren. That's how it sounds like. Yeah. I was very surprised to hear that like London sirens don't sound any different from like New York really? sirens, and I was so disappointed. I was like, what? I was expecting like different sirens. Also, <laughs> in Germany, it it's the same in Amer- in in New York and in London, and in Germany, when you ask when kids are playing and they're mm-hmm. like playing like whatever EMTs and and firemen and firewomen and, you know, <laughs> and so they cute. go the the sound you make is tattoo tata tattoo tata tattoo tata because that's what it sounds like. But tattoo, here it's sort of like, but that's wee, if you it will you will you will now go to Berlin and you'll be like, oh my god, Kara was right. <laughs> <laughs> well, E, is it a E or the ta 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 one? Mm, mm, mm. No, it's like tattoo, ta ta, tattoo. It's really like tattoo, ta ta, tattoo, ta ta. Yeah, it's like, it's like I'm so, so serious. Happy. 
It is very happy. Come on, let's catch some thieves. I will change it for you. Why talk trauma? Let's just party. Right, right, right. Love that for them. That was my like the last Liverpool Street, the Chinatown thing. Yeah, I I deliberately put some party scenes in there because I thought like the whole thing was super sad and yeah. Yeah, you want to also like remember people's joy and all that hardship. Yeah. Yeah, like they yeah. they don't need to be remembered as victims. Like they could also mm. have other emotions. Yeah, humans, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Other Absolutely. than loss and grief. Um, yeah. yeah. Mm. So so I put the scene that they're partying and the seamen were partying yeah. in the boiler room and mm-hmm. in the engine room. That's wonderful. <laughs> so is this Liverpool project? Is this the exhibition that you have? going on right now in Liverpool or is this yeah. something different um, oh it is yeah uh the uh the Chinatown street is um uh commissioned by Facts Liverpool mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and yeah they they approached and asked if I I could you know think about virtual reality with the uh, mm. Chinese community over there so I I was digging into the history and found this piece of like history I didn't even know that there was Chinese seamen mm. in Liverpool at that time um yeah so so and now this work is uh showing with the virtual return work about Hong Kong homes and mm-hmm. Hong Kong migrants mm-hmm. and and to continue before the siren uh, y- uh you yeah you asked like what are what are the audiences feeling and some surprisingly like for me um some people uh like teared up in front of the work and in hong kong and in liverpool as well um Mm. we didn't chase after them and ask like what what do you feel yeah right 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 right, right, right. but it was more like silent tears and and i thought we thought maybe um yeah it's highly relatable with everybody mm-hmm. like who mm-hmm. has moved home not necessarily related to crossing borders but even mm-hmm. moving places losing and uh, losing someone you love like that yeah. kind of thing um mm-hmm. thinking about belonging and thinking yeah all these questions we asked at the beginning yeah 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 we return so naturally what a beautiful thing to have to to, <laughs> to be able to see how your work is I think if, if someone has a cathartic moment like that, it's a, it's a good sign. That's, you know, mm. that's like a beautiful thing. It's yeah. so authentic. Yeah. Hopefully they're not crying because they're hungry or something. <laughs> 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 like, man, I could really go for a sandwich right now. <laughs> so um, emotional. Yarly, I thank this you so such a much. So yes. Much. yes. Yes. Privilege thank for you. me too. Oh, and I get to connect with people in New York State. (laughs) (laughs) If you're ever, if any, so two things. Um, If you're ever in the New York area, ever showing anywhere in in the States, definitely let us know. Let us know. We'd love to blast that. Um, Yeah. And we'd love to go. (laughs) We'd love to go in person when we can. Yep. Um, The... So for, for you to sign off, before you sign mm. off, could you please say your name again? Where people can find you on social media? 
And um, if there's anything that people right now can buy tickets to, what where they can view your work. Mm. Okay, so my name is Yarly Allison. Uh, you can find me on Instagram uh, at Yarly Allison, Y-A-R-L-I and A-L-L-I-S-O-N. <laughs> and uh, uh, my website is the same, YarlyAllison.com. My work is on view right now at Fact Liverpool until next February 2022. And in the same month 2022 uh there will be new work showing at the ica london as well amazing <gasps> if you're in london go if you're in liverpool go <laughs> that's amazing um amazing. so cool yeah thank, yeah, thank, thank you, you for, for having sharing. me it's fun yeah, yeah thank you so much to yarly for coming on to our podcast it was such a privilege and um such just to privilege. hear about your process and your yes. inspiration was yes very eye-opening for me uh, and Kara, and if you guys are in London or in Liverpool, you should definitely check please, out Yarly's work that is on view currently because um, I have yet to experience it in person. But uh, from from this conversation and just from learning more about Yarly, like it, yeah, and seeing all of her stuff online, bucket list item. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. 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 Um, but if you're not in London or Liverpool, you can also check out Yarly's work on um, Instagram. Uh, at Yarly Allison, Y-A-R-L-I-A-L-L-I-S-O-N, and the website YarlyAllison.com. If you're interested in finding out more about our show and about Yarly, you can follow us at the Podcast Imperfect on Instagram. If you're interested in coming onto the show, definitely send us a DM or email us at thepodcastimperfect at gmail.com. And we'll also be updating our website to um, have more information on Yarly, which is thepodcastimperfect.com. Yes, you guessed it. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! Um, Ten points for Gryffindor. If you're interested in finding out more about your lovely, wonderful co-hosts, I'm not biased at all when I say that, uh, (laughs) you can follow me at Quiet Open Space, all one word. And you can follow me, Rebecca, at Rebecca Nisco Music. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Yes, thank you um, for listening. Oh, I'm just so excited for, for, I don't know, just like what the future holds. And there's just so yeah. much. Just, just, I hope everyone has, I guess the Thanksgiving holidays over here will be over. But I hope everyone going into the holidays, you know, it can be such a crazy time. And I hope that you're like kind to yourself. And yes, just, you know. It's, Take it's, some time uh, for yourself. Treat yes, yourself. Yes, treat yourself. So um, that being said, I hope you have a fantastic, wonderful day. And like Rebecca said, thank you so much for listening. Bye.